Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 133 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. I am Parlance. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. Two viewers just popped in right now. That was pretty cool. I was actually kind of surprised that uh, I was monitoring my email and... um, I got the the show is live email like immediately as we pressed it, so that's kind of impressive. That is impressive. I got an email from so uh, I got an email from someone at work who was doing work late because they're on the East Coast. They're like, oh, I set this thing up, I set that thing up. I'm like, damn, you're up late. Watch Fresher and Parlance. <laughs> also, um, just wanted to point out this is a lifestyle show that we do on Thursdays at nine o'clock live. And uh, we talk about current events and what's going on in the fresher and the parlance world. And uh, you can join in on the YouTube live chat or you can tweet us at Fresh and Par or uh, catch us later on uh, our podcast uh, version of it on all of the available channels. Yeah, we don't get money for any of this. So send us money. That's what I say. The show at... I don't even us, know how you would. We don't. No, they would send us Ethereum via our Bitcoin via the. Uh, Ooh, that's, that's, the that's, you don't at, have a wallet set up for people to send us. Send it to the show at freshernparlance.com. Just an email. Yeah. So uh, anyway, enough of that garbage. Mm, <laughs> what's going on, Fresher? Uh, probably the most notable thing. For me, this last week is uh, the new Game of Thrones. That was exciting. What did you think? I thought it was really good. Like, I had forgot how long it was. I mean, ago that it's been on. Like, it seems like forever. But uh, I think it was a really good premiere. They kind of touched on everything. And um, I'm excited to see how it goes. Yeah, so I think the opening scene, though, I felt like it was telegraphed a mile away with the... it being Arya, I thought that was a great scene. I thought the actor must have had fun playing that as you know, as someone yeah. else. A spoiler, by the way. Oh, look, this is going to be spoiler filled. What are you going to do? Anyway, yeah, he died last filled. season. It's, it's not like I. It's not like I. Um, Did he die last season? She slit his throat last season. Oh, that was last season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but but by the way, that was good. pretty good. I didn't I didn't realize it until like. A little farther in, when he like made the girl not drink it, right, right. I knew immediately. I was like, but I didn't know. What's the mask of whatever the hell? Um, I don't know. So, yeah, it's. I thought that they have to get people's faces. I didn't. I guess she killed him so she could like get his face. Yeah, I. It's kind of. It's kind of weird. It's not magic. It's more like uh, Hannibal. <laughs> um, I don't. Yeah, I guess it is kind of more like Hannibal. It is magic still though. Um. So yeah, because the faces the faces don't rot; they just like put them in that stone like factory. You know what I yeah. mean? So a couple things about the show. So this now we're gonna get into the spoilers. I'm gonna just get right into it. I don't. I'm like I have a lot of notes this week. We may get into them. We may not get into them. But uh, um, I thought it was like a good episode in that it touched. Agreed. It touched on all the stories I wanted them to touch on, which was pretty much all of them. But there was a couple things that stood out as exceptional and a couple things that I felt could be a little bit better. 
the first thing yeah. that I I thought could be better is like the Cersei and Jamie Lannister storyline. Yeah. I feel like that was really. That's true. They didn't. I feel like. Well, I think that they did so much of that before that they they didn't really touch it that much this time. I just feel like it's it's just I don't know. We'll see. What they'll see because they're not. I mean, also, yeah. how much time passed since the last one? It looks like not much. Like however long it takes, maybe a month. I don't know though. I mean, it seems pretty like for everyone dying in that other thing. Like it seemed like that they were pretty, like the King's Landing was pretty like put together. Seems like I'll, a major event. I'll be honest, like it couldn't have been too long because you know she killed that guy at the end of the last season. Yeah, Arya did, and like she was just killing everyone else now. So it couldn't have been that long of a wait between. I mean, she might have had to prepare the face. I don't know how that works. That's true. But yeah, no, they didn't. There's, yeah. there's no like real signal of like how long it's been. But it's not long. I don't think it's been long. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also like, thought how- it was weird. Go ahead. Uh, the um, with um, oh shoot, what's his name? Bran. Like they brought him in, but then like I feel like th- that time, like they were talking afterwards, and he never got to meet up with uh, with uh, you know the other two Starks. Oh, Jon Snow and Sansa. Yeah, are they gonna not like? Are they gonna like hold him back or something? I honestly like I. I he's like, how did I know you, Bran Stark? And he's like. You were whatever, whatever, whatever. And like, why would that convince him? That wasn't very convincing. It was just like a random fact. It didn't actually prove that he I was don't know. I think that, I feel like that all the nobles, there's like, they have to learn all that noble stuff and no one else would possibly know that. But that's, that's not the thing. It's not like he said he was a noble. He just said, you were at that place during that thing. And, uh, and the guy's like, oh yeah. But like, it seems like that was just a random fact that didn't prove that he was Bran Stark. You know what I mean? Unless I'm know. mistaken, I don't know. That didn't seem very convincing to me. And then, that could uh, have been like some sort of like, maybe he knew that he was there. Like maybe uh, like they were both there. Maybe they were both there. And what about the Ed Sheeran uh, cameo? Oh yeah, I know that with like singing or whatever. Yeah, what did you think of that? I thought that was kind of pointless, but I mean, yeah. I also didn't yeah, know that. I don't think it added much. I mean, it kind of like showed. I feel like that they were trying to like do character development of like how uh, lenient characters are or like how much like conscious characters have. And it was like, well, I watched a little like excerpt thing afterwards that talked about the episode and it kind of was showing that, um, that uh, Arya like still has a conscience. She's not just like killing everyone. Yeah. But like it threw me out of the show. Cause I was like, all I could think about during that whole time was like, that's Ed Sheeran. That's Ed Sheeran. I, I didn't even know who it was. So uh, really? it okay. Me. I mean, he's probably, I don't know, top five most popular artists right now. I I mean, the only reason I knew was because like my wife paused it and was like, Ooh, ooh that's like a famous person. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? And then we like looked it up to find out the name. Got and it. I was like, oh, yeah, that is him. So then, um, Let's see. Oh, the not the mountain. San, uh, saying what's his name? The the mountain's brother. That with the the scar on his face. The big guy. The mountain's brother. Yeah. I don't remember that. What do you mean? Oh, that's his. I didn't know that was his brother. Oh, you mean like um the hound? Yeah, the hound. That's the mountain's brother. I didn't know that. Who do you think put the scar on his face? The mountain did. He put his face down onto the uh, hot stove or whatever. I didn't think I thought it was he I don't know I didn't know that was the mountain's brother yeah 
Well, they're I building something completely different. The mountain, the guy that's like the zombie, are like night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his brother. Think, I don't know. I don't know if that's right. I mean, uh, I don't know a lot about the Game of Thrones lore, but uh, is the Hound Ben's brother? I thought they were like Sandor Clegan. Oh. This is fascinating TV I, right now. I know. Internet search. Nickname <laughs> the mountain. Oh, Sander is the younger brother. Oh, yeah, it, is. it does say that. Ugh. I should have took money. I should have bet that. I would have won money. Yeah. If we were in the office, I could have won at least 20 cents, maybe a dollar. I know. And now you have all that change. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so I think they're really making him into a sympathetic character based off of, like, you know, like him burying those people that he sort of like didn't stop from being killed. I think the, in the couple, yeah, like, I mean, that's the same kind of thing where they like trying to show his, he has a conscious now and he's kind of a new person. So I kind of like, like that the evil person he was. I kind of like that, but either they're doing, they're one of two things. One, they're setting up him to die. Yeah, right? no, that's, that's a good point. Or they're setting him up to do something like awesome. You know what I mean? I mean, I think they're just trying to make him because none of the characters, are like really good or bad in the show, which is kind of the thing. So they're kind of like trying to make him like more good than bad. Like he like changed. And so I trying to do last season too, when he was like with that farm village or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's definitely made a, the heel turn as they say, I guess in the wrestling, he went from the good guy to the, the bad guy to the good guy or the good guy to the bad. I forget what heel. T- I think heel turn means bad to good or good to bad. Excuse <laughs> me. Um, but uh, also, Sansa, I think, is going to become a, a big, a big twat now. Yeah, I know she totally is. She's lame. She's yeah. She's always sucked because Littlefinger just like he looks even more like he's scheming than before. I know. Now he kind of reminds me of like a cartoon character in the corner, like. I know, you know? totally. Like yeah. any, like I have no idea what he's doing, and he doesn't. He doesn't have brothels anymore. He doesn't. I don't think so. I think he's like. Had to leave that because they broke, they busted them all in King's Landing because of the religious thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the religious thing. Oh, they she killed all of them too, though, right? She blew them up at the end of last year. That was their church, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so she killed the high, high priest and all that. I forgot that. Yeah, I just was remembering about them. I'm glad because that, that storyline was really annoying. She also killed. Uh, I, know, I thought so too. She also killed Marjorie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I remembered that. That was the main thing that I remembered. And her whole family. Right. It was quite the... Wait, was the grandma grandma there? I think everyone was there. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I thought it was a pretty good episode, but it was a little slow. There's only seven episodes in this season, so I think it's... We'll see how it progresses. They need to, like, speed things up because they're not... We're not getting anywhere fast. We only have seven episodes, six more this year and however many next year. It's not a lot of time to finish up all these. So I think there's going to be a, like that, uh, a lot of unanswered questions. I know. I like that uh, Daenerys is in like King's Landing or in the, uh, you know, the Isles now or whatever. Westeros. Kingdoms, whatever it's called. Westeros. Westeros. Yeah. That's exciting. Finally, yeah. that story will kind of like go together. Yeah. I do think, oh, excuse me. Um, do you think that uh, she and Jon Snow are going to like have babies? Oh, I didn't think of that. Wait, aren't they like the same family? Well, we don't know that for sure. We just assume that. 
I mean, it doesn't stop noble people from doing that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, I guess. I think Hirsch, it'll be, it is the song of fire. Isn't it the song of ice and fire? So it's very possible that. I thought that's just the first book. No, that's the name of the series. Oh. Is he like basically a White Walker now or what? Who? Uh, Jon Snow. Why would he be a White Walker? Because he came back from the dead. No, he's not a White Walker. No, the dude, that other guy keeps coming back from the dead all the time. That's true. Yeah. So then where's the ice? He's the ice. You mean Jon Snow? Yeah. The north is the ice. The fire is the dragon. Oh, all right. The wall, you know, it's all made of ice and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah. Anyways, Game of Thrones, man. I think it's, I don't know. It's shaping up to be hopefully really good, but we'll see. We'll see. So it's uh, Comic-Con. Do you like Comic-Con, Pressure? Uh, it seems cool. I've never been to any of them, but I like it's grown on me. Like, I it mean, seems... I've, I've never been to San Diego. My wife has been to the San Diego Comic-Con. I've never been to the San Diego Comic-Con. It seems like, I think it's always probably been like this cultural thing and whatever. I don't really care about the comic books so much, but like the community and just like the whole event seems pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's way bigger now, I think. Like, San Diego is like a Hollywood event versus, like, buying comic books. You know what I mean? I know. But I think that it... I like that it's like, has a lot to do with podcasts and, like... It's just, like, a whole culture thing. Like, not even about comics, per se, anymore. No, it's... Yeah. I mean, it's... The co- Comic-Con is... Yeah. I don't know. I used, I've been to a lot of Comic-Cons in my time. I tend to like the ones that are actually focused on comics. Uh, yeah. versus like the hollywood stuff but at this point it's like comic books are hollywood you know what i mean yeah i know all of the movies and everything yeah so it's like kind of this convergence it just happened because there was such a base of comic book you know people who were kind of nerdy or whatever that read comic books and they finally got it right you know they got the movies right and they did it right and it not only appealed because the thing is is that most comic book stories are generally are pretty accessible. There's just this sort of stigma against reading them. You know what I mean? They're just yeah, like a graphic novels. Totally. Yeah. There's like I, just, a, I actually speak. Go ahead. Speaking of comic books, I just got two recently. Uh, I got a Adventure Time comic and a Steven Universe comic. I thought they were very entertaining. I would get more of them. But don't you? Um. Uh. We get the preview issues. What from, do you mean? From, uh, you know, the podcast to review them and stuff. Oh. You're on that distribution. Yeah. Maybe. I don't check that. All right. Whatever. So you could. I'll talk to you. Is it an email or is it a... It's, yeah. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to, like, talk about it on air. But, yeah. There's ways for you to, like, read more comics if you wanted to for free. That's cool. And then we could talk about it here because we could read them and stuff. So, um, So OJ's on parole. Yeah, I know that's it's crazy. Like I never really followed this thing like before. I just know that it was super huge and whatever. They made a good joke on uh Colbert about how um Trump like doing this whole like G20 talking to Putin for an hour like off the record after he's like under investigation and whatever. It's pretty much the same thing as OJ getting in getting out on parole and then immediately going and trying on gloves. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> I want to go try some gloves, little black ones that won't fit. Yeah. 
Um, so like uh, OJ is all fit was the thing. Well, no, no, that was his thing. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. That was the thing. I know, but like that he would be guilty, so he'd go try gloves on, and they all fit. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got it. Okay, that's that takes a that takes a leap. That takes a leap. That joke takes a leap. Um, yeah. I remember when OJ. I was a. I'm going to date myself here. I was a. I believe a senior in high school when uh, when they and uh, they found the verdict for his uh, murder of his wife or alleged murder of his wife. Well, he's not guilty, so he can't even say that. Whatever you want to call it, like. Um. And I, th- it was a split thing. I was at, I was at a Penn State, uh, like Worthington, which is like the local Scranton campus event for like some, you know, get yourself ready for college kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. and the t- like one of the professors came in and said, "Oh, the verdict just came in, and uh, who wants to know?" Because this is pre-internet, or not pre-internet, but pre like knowing without a computer or whatever. We didn't have a TV in the room. So the verdict came in and she's like, who thinks they're guilty? Who thinks he's guilty? Who thinks he's not guilty? Yeah. And uh, like, it was like a 50-50 split. It was all white people, by the way, this this thing. <laughs> and uh, then they were like, it's not guilty. And I was like, Dah! it was like a great, you know, like a crazy. I just knew so he was. Why guilty. did he go to jail if it was not guilty? I don't know. Because he didn't find, he wasn't found guilty of like murdering his wife and that Ron Goldman or whatever. Later, he was in Vegas. I guess someone, he went in and tried to steal back with a gun and rob people of memorabilia that was OJ Simpson memorabilia. And that's what he went to jail for. Oh, so it was unrelated? Oh. Unrelated to the murder of, uh, or whatever, the murder, the murder, like the murder uh, trial huh. altogether. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you saw this. I was coming home from – this is not on the notes, but I was coming home from uh, uh, work today, and the, the I got this notification, and it was like – it was a Washington Post story that said uh, Trump investigating a pardon, how to pardon people. Oh, really? Including himself. What? I didn't see that. Yeah. Really? It, yeah. It just came out tonight. Like, it got leaked. I don't know who the hell is leaking this shit, but like – Essentially, he He's wants investigating to... how to pardon himself. No, he wants to know the legality of who and like what's the consequences of a pardon, and also yeah. can he in fact pardon himself for something while still maintaining to be president? <laughs> I can't even like I like that sounds like pretty like incriminating. Does it? I can't. I can't figure it out anymore. <laughs> I mean, it could just be dumb too, which is, yeah, that's the thing not to figure out. Yeah. So, all right. I'll, all right. So there's, I listen to this podcast and we'll, I don't necessarily, but I'm not, don't want to talk about politics, but I finally have a viewpoint for how I could understand Trump supporters. And of course, fresher, you're going to go, oh, duh. And I'm like, well, then you should have told me this because I didn't really understand it. Okay. So all right, I'm ready. I'm ready to say duh. Okay, so get ready to say duh. Duh. Oh, uh, oh, don't preempt my duh. <laughs> All right. Don't preempt my thing with a duh. No preemptive does. So, oh, okay. Does. So here's how it works. So that guy who's, uh, you know, guy who wrote Dilbert? That guy Dilbert? Oh, I mean, I know about the comic. I never thought about the person who wrote it. Well, the yeah. person who wrote Dilbert is now like considered to be like a, a 
a expert on Trumpism because he is considered to be a world-class manipulator or understands manipulation or whatever. Like he went to like some, he's like, he's all up in the news now because he's like, he thinks he understands Trump. Yeah. Wait, but does he like, is he support him or is he just think he understands him? It's kind of like he supports him. So and, he thinks he understands him or like, oh, anyways, continue. Well, well, here's, here's the thing. It's very unclear. It's like he supports him in the sense that he knows what he thinks he understands what Trump is doing and that what he's yeah. doing is actually really intelligent and, um, and, and, and manipulative and like what he's doing whether you like him or not like him, he's very successful at the thing that he is doing. So his argument is that the art of the deal, which is the book that Trump uh, wrote, which is like, yeah. he talks about his deal making and he likes to go in with what he calls a big, a big first offer, like an extremely crazy offer as in like one that would yeah. give him like the craziest advantage. But then he finds a middle ground that, like seems more rational which is like basic you know what i mean like that's a basic yeah like you gotta you can't give you like your realistic offer to start right so like this is his thing so he likes it so he's equating so he's doing two things he says trump is doing two things and this is why people will never move off him because this is what they think he's doing one yeah all of the crazy things he says and the shitty crazy shit he does is all and it is all a, a tactic for being crazy extreme and then rolling it back to somewhere in the middle. So like, because he's starting from a position of like, like crazy ask and then rolling it back to the center, but like ultimately getting what he wants really, you know what I mean? And he cites the the middle thing, which is the middle thing, but it's still like a conservative like viewpoint. So it's like, like, uh, like ban Muslims. For, like we're gonna ban Muslims, and then he's like does the the executive thing, and it's like worded, and it's only like a partial thing, and then it gets shut down. But then it settles on this like other thing that's like way less, um, uh, like extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it still served the purpose in the sense that even if it did get shut down, people aren't coming into the country. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they don't want to be here because of him. So like in in effect, like the law doesn't matter because he was able to kind of like achieve what he was yeah. trying to get without actually having to do anything. Like that's one example. Um, they also say, like he also says that um, Trump, <laughs> like again, Duh. Like, people think <laughs> that he's like playing some sort of three-dimensional tr- chess. They keep saying this, like he's playing on another level. Um, but like he feels like the ethical portion of it. And so he says that Trump his entire life, and this is like, again, this is where I have some problems with it because it's kind of like excusing unethical behavior in the sense that like Trump his entire life has thrived and taken advantage of people who like, essentially he behaves unethically to take advantage of people who get fooled by him. Right. Yeah. Through his entire life. And if you like look at it, like all of the contractors they didn't pay, all of the Trump University, Trump stakes, Trump whatever, like all of these things that have been complete failures, his businesses that have gone all under, the way he filed for bankruptcy and the way he kind of like 
essentially like always came out ahead, but like left a wake of people that were like completely like destroyed. But he always came yeah. out ahead, right? So he he kind of forked this into two ideas. One is that that is one of the reasons why people like him, because a they think he's gonna do for the a country what he's done for himself. The irony being well, yeah, is that that's like, what that's was everyone like. I made a bunch of money. I'm gonna do this for the country. Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna do I'm gonna do what it takes. <laughs> no, but it's not like that. It's not just like that. It's like. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna play dirty, and I'm gonna do a bunch of dirty things to make this. I'm not gonna. It's kind of like with the taxes. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course I did. Like, yeah, yeah I don't pay any taxes, and why would I? Because I'm beating the game. I play the game, and that's what I'm gonna do for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, so like that's one of the reasons. Like, but the irony here is like, if you think about it a little bit deeper, and kind of like, and just like you don't even have to think about it that much deeper. Is that the I mean, people like the three dimensional chess level? The, the 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 people he's duping or like the yeah. people that voted for him and now he's getting rich yeah. off the presidency because he's you know he's making people stay yeah, because he only cares about himself he only cares about himself and it has nothing to do with the country and he was like upfront about it so people are still thinking like yeah he's gonna do everything but in fact he's doing exactly what he's done like throughout his life which is enrich himself at the expense of Wait, everyone else that guy said or is this your take on it this is kind of like my take a little bit on like what he, was he saying. said that you said that that guy was saying that he's gonna do that for people well no like i think I'm, the counter argument was from the interviewer which is like he's unethical and like and the guy's like of course he's unethical like that's what he does and if he, he and if he, the target doesn't like pan out, he just moves on to the next target, and he keeps doing that until he gets to the, the point that he wants. But he kept saying like, this is the point of the Trump supporter. They're always going to think that he's doing something amazing, and awesome, and uh, out there, and like out of the box, and like, as a way to, as that, and that's the way he operates. And even if he like, even if it's absolutely bizarre and bonkers and crazy, they just think it's some, yeah. some like crazy like they don't get it they think he's smarter than them right and that like it's basically oh, what you're saying yeah and like so they're the dupes in this case and so like yeah and so and that was the way he explained it and so this is why i don't think he's necessarily a trump supporter this this dilbert guy but um but like it is a it is a rational way to kind of like think about the trump supporter and why so many people still care for him you know like still love him and they'll never yeah. not love him because, like, it plays into exactly like you. He could like when Trump said, "I could literally go on the sh and shoot someone, and they'll still love me." Like that's a that's the truth because he can't do it. Everything he does is perceived to be like this amazing, out of the box. I read, <clears throat> and I mean, going into politics, I suppose, I read a thing about when the bottom falls out because it's getting close because the thing that everyone wanted them to do for him was to bring back coal jobs and have manufacturing and like, you know, have like have people's lives be better who are his voters, who are all these like, you know, manufacturing people. And he had his like made in America week this week or whatever. But um, I read that all of like those deals, the carrier deal there, people are getting more laid, laid off there where he like had the whole show thing and like that Toyota plant that was going to move to Mexico and they, he threatened them. Now they're like moving all of it to China instead. And then like um, people will lose their health care 
so like all of those people are like their life will get demonstrably worse and they'll see that and that's like what they say the bottom falling out i see be. i disagree i like i think he's gonna be like ah look people look i know it's bad now but it's always been bad i'm and i'm gonna make it better and this is part of the plan but it's the thing that exactly that he said doesn't matter they don't care like he they, he says all sorts of lies yeah they don't care like he all he does is lie he'll just lie through that one too and they'll still believe him. He's never going to drop below 38% support or 40% support, whatever he is. Oh. Yeah. Like he's never going to drop below that. Huh? I saw it was a quarter of like the people who strongly support him. Uh, so I think the way they do, it's like strongly support. And then like, you know, like, so it's usually four out of five. It's like I support. And then I strongly support. I'm neutral. I'm against. And then I'm strongly against. They usually bucket two and like the top two into the favorable rating. And I think the so the yeah. favorable rating is like around thirty eight to forty percent. However, I did see twelve percent of people who voted for Trump. I saw another um, Reuters Ipsos poll today. Twelve percent of people who voted for Trump wouldn't vote for him today. Yeah, that would literally make Hillary the president if that was the case. I know. Anyway. Anyway, so it was interesting to hear this guy like uh, like explain to me in a way that like allows me to have a counter viewpoint to uh, like all of this news out there. Cause everything they say, it's like, Oh no, that's like, it, I understand their, like their line of logic now, like the Republican, like, well, not the Republicans, but broadly the Trump organ like administration and how they're just straight up manipulating because they can, and they can, can continue yeah, to yeah. do it. And they can continue to do it. Even if it, the bottom falls out, they will do it all the way to the bottom. Like once the bottom falls out, they'll yeah, keep they'll, doing they'll do it all the way to the bottom. They're not going to give it. It's only when people stop supporting them. It's not when they stop doing it. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I, it was a fascinating thing. It's um, Sam Harris's podcast. You should listen to it. It's the I forget the guy's name, but it's the the Dilbert guy. First off, the fact that the Dilbert guy is now like the the rational spokesman for Donald Trump is. Also, like, what bottom have we hit there? Like, fucking Dilbert. The guy who wrote Dilbert. Anyway. Ooh, we, got a, we got a tweet from Tom. Haven't heard from him in a while. He says, as with uh, DJT, our fervent supporter of Fresh Empire will never drop below 38%. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. So that's like, Thanks, three, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's 0.385% of you, Tom um yeah <laughs> uh so the ape, i saw that ape movie over the the weekend yeah. uh planet of the or what is the name of it was I think it good it's war for the planet of the apes i think that's what it's called you know honestly sometimes i just go see movies i don't even know the title is that is that bad of me <laughs> i know no, I, I do that too. Just like go see a movie. But you got it on the T-Mobile Tuesday thing. I did. It, it was a $4 movie. And uh, I saw it in that crazy new Dolby surround sound thing. Oh, is it like the, is it like the interactive movie thing with it's all the like, vibrating seats and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Atmos, I think it's called. Um, dollars that's, that's a steal. Dude, it was crazy. The, the movie started, it, it's, I actually, my brain was tricked into thinking it was raining in the theater. It was so, it sounded so real. I was like, holy smokes. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, 
but like yeah the the shaky seats the sound effects and all that stuff it was pretty good i I never experienced that new sound system before so i really enjoyed it i thought it was entertaining i'm a big fan of the uh the, the assigned seats but uh uh I know Le- I like the science team. Joe, um, by the way, we're allowed to call him Joe now instead of Leonard. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Um, Joe said uh, he's not he's not sold on the the saved seats, but I'll tell you what, I saved my seats. I got to my seat. There was a dude in it, and I what? said, That's "Yeah." What happened to me? There was a dude in my seat, and I said, "My seat, man, skedaddle." And he was That's like, "That's kind of like a good thing, too." I mean, like it's kind of like you can kind of fun to be a jerk about it, and you're totally. In, in the, the right. right. Yeah, exactly. I was it's like, you know, I'm not like one to be, well, that's not true. I am one to be rude. But when I, when you know, the things <laughs> where you're expected to be rude, I'm just rude on an overall general, like day to day, hour to hour, minute to minute basis. But in the parts where you're supposed to be rude, like where you have the right to be rude, I don't like to like rub it in their face because I know this is my opportunity to be rude. So I play it real chill. So I yeah. just came up and I was like, yeah, man. Um, I think you're in my seat. No, I'm sure you're in my, I'm in my seat. And then he just walked <laughs> up and laughed. But it was like, that was the opportunity to be like, yo, fuckhead. What the hell? I know, yeah. It's like a safe seat. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Move your ass before I sit on May it. May I see your ticket, please, sir? But then I saw him, like, he left and then moved into another seat. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I saw him get bumped, bounced again. To another seat. Really? I'm fairly yeah. certain this dude was just like not didn't have a ticket at all. Like he was just like trying to, you know, because that that's one thing that goes away with like. Oh yeah, that's true. You wouldn't be able to like. That is a really good point. You can't like sneak into a movie theater anymore. I mean, you can, but like the odds are, unless it's like you know not a new movie, you're gonna I mean, get. If I was gonna do that, I would just sit in the back until it started and then move to a good seat. Right, or sit in the front, actually, because no one sits in the front. You want to go all the way to the front. Yeah, but it's easier to move up from the back and not look look weird. It's true, but I feel like your back seats are more likely to get taken than front seats. That's true, I guess. I don't know. That's That's my personal opinion. I'd way rather sit in the last row if, like, it was given to me versus the front row. Um, Yeah. So anyway, the Planet 8 movie, man, those special effects were really good. I really liked the first and the second one. The third one, it kind of let me down a little bit. I'll be honest. I haven't it, seen any of them. I'll be honest. I It sort of jumped the shark. They brought in like a comic relief monkey. What? Yeah. They brought in like, like... the Jar Jar Binks of the Planet of the Apes? Pretty much. I'm not even joking. It is exactly that. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds pretty horrible. Yeah, but I mean, the f- the thing is though, like it was still entertaining. The movie was still entertaining, even with the. D- yeah, I mean, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um. So I didn't realize this. They just shot it. Whether if they didn't add any weather to it, so they were just like, oh, whatever. We need snow, so we're just gonna go. If we can find snow, we'll find the snow. But if it snows the day we're shooting, so be it. And then we'll just yeah. add digital effects snow later or whatever. So they like they just shot whatever the weather was in, like not planned, and then they just CGI'd yeah. the rain and on the and the snow on the on the apes' fur and stuff. Or later, it's pretty crazy. That is impressive. Yeah, it looked real. It looked. I mean, it's probably the most impressive motion capture monkeys I've ever all seen. All of them look real. Personally, I don't know. Like people always have those like real face. I'm I'm basically face blind also, but people have like that real face and digital face, and usually I can't tell the difference. People are like, "Oh, it's clear. This is like a not even Uncanny Valley." It's like, 
dumb. Wait, you're, I so you say you're face blind for? Are you for real face blind? No, I mean, well, like not like a hundred percent, but I'm not not good at telling faces apart. Okay, because the other day I, w- I was just staring or at. I guess a- recognizing people, I'd say I'm not good at recognizing people. I'm good at recognizing people, but I'm not good. In- I'm not good at placing names to people or where I saw those people. I'm bad at all of those. <laughs> so I'll t- I'll tell you a classic example, and maybe I've gone about it on the show before. But there's this like uh, car commercial. Uh, it's like you could go online and get the price of a car, and there's this guy with a beard. That's like, and then you could do yeah. this and do that or whatever. And he was on Comcast commercials. Or no, no, not Comcast. Uh, CenturyLink commercials last year. But I saw him yeah. on the Super Bowl like two years ago in the thing. And I'm looking at this guy. And I'm like, I, I know this guy. I, like, I definitely know this guy. <laughs> like, I don't know how I know this guy, but I definitely know this guy. It took like... Th- huh? Wait, was it... Somewhere in real life, right? The car thing, or was it a commercial? It was a commercial, but I knew him in oh, real life. Yeah. I like was certain of it, and it took me like four months to figure out who this what? guy was. Yeah, I'm surprised it stayed that long. Like that, you were thinking about it. He's in. I see a commercial with him in it. If like I'm watching TV for any period of time, I see a commercial with him in it. He was all over the place for a while. Like, it was unavoidable. So, like, I kept seeing him, and I'm like, fuck, who's that guy? I can't, who the hell's that guy? I know that guy. And then it turns out, like, oh, I went to school with that guy. I did a bunch of, I did some senior thesis films with that guy. He used to be really skinny and didn't have a beard, but now he's kind of, like, put on some weight and has a beard. And, like, yeah. And and then not only that, like, I moved into this guy's room when he was living in Brooklyn after school or whatever. Like, he had a place. like, really knew him. That's, like, like, way more than I thought. Yeah, no, like, it was, like, this whole bizarre, like, thing where it was, like, because it, it, I was, like, I know that guy, but I could not place it. And then finally, it's, like, it all hit me to the point where I was, like, I was, like, talking to Martin. Um, uh, and the, you remember Martin, the Seattle Books guy? Yeah. And um, yeah. I was, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, he shot a commercial for me. I'm, like, what? That guy did? He's, like, oh, yeah, he shot one for uh, Breaking News. I'm, like, he did? He's like, oh, yeah, he's huge down in Silicon Valley. And that's why he was everywhere, because he was shooting these movies for um, commercials for equity that's in these startups. Cool. Glad he's successful. Yeah, he's super you successful. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, even, I didn't even add him on Twitter. I was just like, whatever, this is a guy. It's not like I'm going <laughs> to, what is that going to do? You know, you know that guy. Whatever, that's fine. Whatever. I was also in, I also started the movie, the student films of the lead singer of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, but I'm not searching for her on Twitter and be like, hey, remember me? I starred in your movies because you liked me as an actor. You should do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know who the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs are, are right? I'm taking it on the show now. <laughs> uh, do you know who the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs are? Uh, maybe. They're a band. Also, we got another tweet from, from uh, Tom. It's good. it's good to hear from Tom again, but he it says... About the the movie seats, he disagrees. I always sit in the front row at our house for uh, hashtag zap time. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, you—that's also the splash zone if it's fap time. But um, <laughs> but the uh, I don't know if we have a splash zone. It's like a Gallagher com. It's like a Gallagher uh, a Gallagher uh, comedy show. Got to put on a <laughs> got to put on a park. Uh, uh, what is that called? Uh, with the rain thing. Like a plastic a bag, parka? not a parka, but uh, whatever. 
You know what I'm talking about. The rain ponchos. A poncho, that's what it poncho, is. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this in China. They have these new husband storage pods. I did just see that from the link. That looks crazy, but also kind of cool. It's just like a, it's like an adult mini arcade, but like in a pod. I, I'm, I'm going to read the, the quote from this article, but I think it's it's pretty funny. Each Inside each individual pod... So by the way, just to understand, it's for men who go to the mall with their wives and don't want to walk around with their wives. They get they built these little pods in the mall so they could like just chill. And then I'll... Now this is what this is from the article. Inside each individual pod is a chair, monitor, computer, and gamepad, and men can sit and play retro 1990s games. Currently, the service is free, but staff told the newspaper that in future months, users will be able to scan a QR code and pay a small sum for uh, uh, for the service of use, using their uh, small service for using the pods. And then he's and then there's a quote from the person who they interviewed who was using the pods. Mr. Yang says he thinks the pods are quote really great. I've just played Tekken three and felt like I was back at school. End quote. I think that's really funny. Um, but they said uh, there was I, at first. I, go ahead. From the picture, since it's like the little pod thing, I thought maybe it was like car parking where like it's like. It moves up and you're kind of stuck until like you have to like cycle through like, oh, yeah, that one's my husband. Oh, like, that's I'll funny. Pull him out. <laughs> yeah. It says here they need a little work, though, because they don't have any ventilation or air conditioning. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. But it does look cool. But I'll, I'll be honest. Come on, men. Come on, Chinese men in particular. All you need is the chair. You just find the chair by the dressing room uh, or like – and then just be on your phone. Exactly. It has all those 90 games too. I know. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. And, and then at least this way, like, you could see what your wife is actually buying. You could comment on the things that she's trying on. You could go get the extra sizes for them when they need it. Like, oh, I want this and this side. Could you go find it for me? Like, That's too far. You could be a helpful, you could be a helpful husband. They'll appreciate it. I think they would appreciate it. I don't know. That's just me. Hey, maybe that's just me being a good husband. Maybe I should just, you know, start thinking about storage pods. Maybe they, they, could, they should have husband coaches. Oh, that would be pod. good. Instead of like private shoppers, husband coaches. <laughs> Life coach slash private shopper. I, I the, the, um, so I saw that this, this story is absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. Up and coming French what singer Barbara Weldens has died on stage. She was apparently like, yeah, um, was, go ahead. Like they didn't even know, like she got electrocuted, but they don't know what caused it. No. Well, first off, this art, this thing, first off, BBC, like British broadcast, whatever British broadcasting yeah. from all. Now all I think about is the porn term BBC. Like I will never see BBC. I've never ever. heard of. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of it, but now I got it. But I've never heard of that as a porn term. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I've never heard of... Oh, yeah. Okay. So... um, (laughs) I was trying to think of what is even that, but... (laughs) So, anyway, BBC uh, has... this Such a misleading... The headline is, singer dies on stage. So, in my mind, I'm imagining, like, an old lady who just, like, had a heart attack on stage or whatever. But no, she's like... She's like really young and she got electrocuted that is the most misleading title of an article ever i know yeah and how like that's like brutal and she just had her first album she was getting all super big i know it's tragedy could you imagine just like and by the way i was reading here that normally she has an acoustic she's normally acoustic 
that's even more like i mean these people have these giant shows that are all super elaborate and like an acoustic like musician who dies of electrocution that's like yeah ironically bad it's like crazy ironic and then it made me think of back when like all the people got pissed off about bob dylan going electric you know what I mean? Back in the 60s where he like put away his acoustic guitar and started playing electric like electric guitar. Maybe they were just fearing for his safety. Maybe it had nothing to do with the music. So he went electric to be more safe? No, my joke, forget it. That wow. That one went that one went left, right, and over your head. That one was like, I was trying to say that. Let me explain the joke for you. All right. Bob Dylan was he in his like early years, he was acoustic only. And he'd be like, come up. He would strum on acoustic guitar. You know, whatever. He like at one festival, I don't know what year it was. He, he just came out with an electric guitar and people were like shocked and appalled because he yeah. threw away his roots from being an acoustic folk singer to an electric music, like singer rock musician. And my okay, point, and, and the, the joke I was trying to make, whether it's good or bad, was simply maybe they weren't aghast at him throwing away his folk um, his folk pants and his folk suit and his history of being a folk singer. Maybe they were just more concerned about him being electrocuted on stage. That was the joke. It's true. I Yeah. But she I, was a... <laughs> she Tom, was a acoustic and she got electrocuted. About. I know that's I know, but that's my point. Like, was she not like? Did she go electric for this one particular show? That's what I want to know because it says here not enough information in this post, man. It's a, yeah, it's oh. true. She says she's a pianist. By the way, pianist is funny. It's a funny word. It is. It's um, always a funny word. I think of that. Really she's funny. regularly performs with a pianist and an acoustic guitarist, and was in the middle of a tour. So literally, where was the electricity coming from? The cordless I know, mic, right? Yeah, sounds like foul play to me. It could I just, blame... it, it's not. I don't think it's one of the chords. It's got to be like some sort of stage electrical, like unrelated to like any sort of musical instrument. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Speaking of singers dying, you see the lead singer of um, Lincoln Park killed himself today. Uh I saw. Yeah, kind of. I don't know anything about Lincoln Park at all. I mean, I know that it's a band, I guess, and they're not good. Well, they're not good. I, you know what? They had that one song, and I forget. Like, it's like, and in the end, it doesn't really matter. Like, do you remember that song? No. I come so far to lose it all. Whatever. He, he was like, they had one, and it was like, it had like a almost like a cell phone KLF style kind of like. I don't, it was just like, it had one, they had one big song that was pretty catchy that I definitely listened yeah. to a lot. Not because I owned it. It was just on the radio a lot. Yeah. You, you would know it to hear it. Anyway, why are all these, why are all these singers killing themselves? We have like, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's just the times, I suppose. Cause you know, who speaking, else, who else did? I don't even know anyone else. The, the guy from uh, Soundgarden killed himself like two months ago. Oh, he hung himself. I don't remember that. Oh my gosh, Fresher. We talked. Didn't we talk about it on the show? <laughs> Probably. I don't. Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain killed himself. That's another one right there. That was like a million years ago. I'm just like I'm just saying recently, but like people kill themselves all the time. Uh, Matthew Sweet, yeah. not Matthew Sweet. Who is that guy? That Elliot Smith killed himself. Oh, 
Yeah, that's I knew that one. That was also a long time ago. Um, so speaking of suicide, I don't know if you know this, but teenagers, if you're uh, the suicide rate among 10 to 14 year olds has doubled between 2007 and 2014. It's now the number one cause of death between people of that age. I know that's scary. It's just like our times are tough, man. It's I blame the internet. I blame fresher and parlance. What it says that it's like from bullying and stuff. But I mean, it's a hard time and like, it's just like so much more connected to everything. Like you can't escape. Yeah, you can't escape from the the rigors of bullying. Yeah, or just like of like social pressures. Yeah, man, it's a tough time. I'm I'm glad I'm not 15 right now. I'll be honest. I'm glad I grew up where technology was at its infancy. You know, I don't there's know. Like, I mean, I feel like that there's more more potential for stuff now, but it is like an unknown time. But also, like when you were growing up, it was an unknown time. Like all times now are unknown because everything's new. That's true, but like bullying, like left itself. Like if you were getting bullied, you walk home from school, you get to your house. There's no more bullying. Yeah. Now bullying is everywhere. You know. Now what I mean? we have like the bully in chief. Who's the? Oh, phew. yeah. Uh, so much for um, what's her face being the uh, stopping bullying online. Oh yeah, I know, right? She like totally just. Uh, I thought that was ironic, anyways. She just and, it, and literally she said, "Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore." I'm not doing that anymore. Really? Yeah, she just gave up on it. I didn't. I didn't hear that. Yeah, it happened. I think during the G20, she just said, "Yeah, I, I'm not doing that anymore. I gave up on that." That's ridiculous. I mean, even like to, you could say that you gave it to someone else, or like, you know, no, yeah. she just said, "Nope, I'm done. I'm done with that." That's ridiculous. Um, I didn't. Hear I want to. I I want to talk about this one particular thing. I think it's, it has a lot of legs. This Texas coffee. I know that's what I was going to bring up. Why don't you talk about it then? Pretty funny. I mean, I don't know very much about it. I just think like they found traces of the same drugs like Viagra in coffee in Texas. Yeah, some good coffee. (laughs) I'll tell you, you got to be hard up if you want a cup of that coffee. Herb coffee, or maybe you don't want to be hard. You got to be hard up. Well, you're hard up afterwards. I just feel like like it's it was marketed as a male enhancement product and coffee. The coffee posed a particular risk to men who have diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol, or those who have heart disease. It sold its nation. Is it even it was, coffee, though? It was. It was coffee. It was called uh it was called New of Kopi Jantan Traditional herbs coffee I've, also they spelled traditional wrong like what the hell yeah that's weird maybe that's the southern way to write traditional but that's sildenafil or whatever the sildenafil the s-i-l-d-e-n-a-f-i-l which is the active ingredient in viagra i've heard, i've read yeah. a number of stories in the last uh maybe like year where that stuff yeah. is everywhere it's you know it's in those like like pills that are on the counter at truck stops and like convenience marts and stuff like those, really? Yeah, they're like that drug is like I guess China knows how to make it or whatever. Is it like a I thought that there would be an FDA thing or something. I think well, I think that's the point is that it 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 um it it is an FDA thing and that's why it's, all these things keep getting pulled from the market but like they keep showing up again. 
Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that, I did see that. That's all. I mean, I don't. I didn't know much about it. I had just read about it. I think it's amazing. Also, I think this one's amazing too. Uh, North Korea created a tourist website. <laughs> I don't want to go to it. That's dangerous. I went to it. I'm at it. I'm on it right now. Tourism DP. I did think. Did you see that that North Korean girl? I think it was the one who, like, she escaped, but then like she got recaptured, but they don't know how, and like she. North Korea made her make a statement like about how like the West is all super bad and South Korea is bad or whatever. That's crazy. The website, by the way, first off, also though, it's a terrible website. I'm looking at it right now, and they and yeah. uh, they have it in Russian, Japanese, English, Korean, and I think uh, Man- Mandarin. Yeah. Um, and then they show all the different places you could go to, um, in the country, like all the tourist destinations. They're all sort of in the middle and then the north. Um, but actually Mount Paktu in the north looks kind of nice. Looks kind of nice. Um, and Mount... There's other mountains. I know. And that Mount Kumgang or whatever looks pretty nice too. But I'll be honest, as far as... I like to travel a lot. The day you... Yeah. What, what level of desperation you're like, hmm, I'm going to go to North Korea this week, like next week or whatever. Like, I'm going to go to North Korea. I mean, Korea. I feel like people would do it just because it's so like you know crazy and like like not risky but it is risky but like it's so risky but it's like somewhere like it's like the most foreign place you can go basically i don't know i think we talked about this like maybe a couple months ago the tourism in afghanistan oh like, that too yeah yeah, yeah like i, I feel close. like that's also dumb yeah i don't know yeah they're not yeah i don't know that's there's a toss-up there but this, you know, but, we're, we're running out of time. We got to talk about this other story, dude. The, the Mexican resort story. Oh, yeah. Like, that's crazy, too. What do you think of that story? I mean, do they, like, so they said that they were just drugging people to, in the, like, all you can drink so they can take advantage, like, steal things or, like, whatever. I thought maybe it would just be so they don't drink as much. No, I, from what I was. Maybe they want to knock you out so you don't eat the free food. No, I think it's way more sinister than that, dude. Um, I was the one of them, like one of the kids, like the family went there and they drugged the entire family. And one of the 22 year old daughter died. I know in the pool, like yeah. right after they got there. Yeah. Um, but like, this is just so what we're talking about is like, there's a whole, and by the way, it's not an isolated occurrence. Yeah, it's, they have a map of all the places where people have experienced this. It's all over Mexico, at these all-inclusive yeah. resorts. Either a, they're getting drugged, which seems very likely because people keep waking up, like waking up with like bruises or like rape symptoms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and um, but also like, um, there's another possibility that in some of these cases they actually have like distilleries that are making alcohol illegally are not regulated and it's just like oh, po- yeah. you're actually drinking poison yeah this is the dark episode just talking about the suicides and drugging killing people and who wait wait but let me let me find the um but it's even worse than that because it's uh, you know when you talk about it, it's like there's I, they believe like some of the hospitals are in on it because they make them pay oh, really? cash. I didn't see that. That's crazy. Yeah, they make them pay cash. How the hospitals be in on it? 
because the, they like they they get uh, the ambulance will take them to the hospital like because they know they're going to go to the hospital and then the hospital will like refuse treatment unless they're paid like x amount of cash right now and then they'll be like no we'll take you oh. like here's the thing they were like we'll drive you to an ATM right now to get the cash you know what I mean yeah here's my here's my rule of thumb here's Parlance's rule of thumb episode number one thirty three. Yeah. Okay, this is like so obvious that at the end of me saying this, duh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if someone says cash only, I'll take you to an ATM. It's a hundred percent a scam. Like, yeah, it's a hundred percent a scam because a a hospital shouldn't need to take cash. B they don't need to go to the ATM. C they could perfect they could accept a credit card. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is, I know, yeah. So like if you're doing something that seems legitimate, right? And they're like, we need you to pay in cash. And then they're like, oh, you don't have the cash? We'll drive you to an ATM. Stop what you're doing. Look around and but be like- the whole point is that there's nothing else you can do. There's probably not another hospital. But that's my point. This is my point. You can't, first off, you probably could go to another hospital or be, oh, and, but like, here's the thing. Don't go to the ATM. Fight it as hard as you can. Call the cops. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways out of this. This is like, just be aware of your surroundings and don't yeah. succumb to their pressure to, like, take you to an ATM. You know what I mean? That's it. It seems just, like at this point that, I mean, it, once you're in the situation, it's too far. Like, if you're sick and, like, maybe dying and, like, going to a hospital, like, I don't know. Like, what's, like at that point, like, they have you... Like you just need to do what they say because like you don't have enough time to go somewhere else. But Maybe you have enough time really to go get an ATM. You have enough time to get up and go to an ATM. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's it's a rough situation. I hope that that wouldn't happen to me. Yeah. So be weary of these things. Like there's stories in here. Like they got a drink and both they were the same drink, but they were different colors. They took a sip and then they brought, they woke up four hours later, surrounded by a bunch of dudes with like, and like in their bed, in their hotel room, like with bruises and a broken hand. Yeah. Wait, surrounded by guys. Yeah. There's stories. It's like literally crazy. Like the guy was like, yeah, I drank a thing. Uh, and I woke up. It was four hours later. We were in a, they were literally in a pool in a, like just chilling by the bar and they were in yeah. like on a floaty. They had a sip of a drink and then they literally within like the next thing they knew they were, it was four hours later and they were in their room and there was dudes in the room yeah. with them. Huh? It's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's scary stuff. It's scary stuff. Yeah. So just like anyway. be, con- be conscious of that. It's like, um, anyway, it's, uh, it's, I was disturbed by the whole story. Look it up. It's on like the journey sentinel. I don't even know what's could be fake news for all I know, but what I read here looks pretty news. scary. I don't, I mean, I know I, that stuff happens regardless of if it's reported. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Like the guy woke up and he had a broken hand. He went to the doctor when he got home and the guy's like, yeah, the only way you could get this is if you punch someone in the face. Yeah, he had, he had a boxer's a boxer's break. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean? He punched something, and he has yeah, no so recollection of doing that. So it's weird. Uh, anyway, it's weird. any is there any uplifting dark, dark uplifting stuff we could talk about? Uh, no, just the. I mean, it was 
funny that the girl who knocked over all the like it, basically domino effect of like art podiums but like trying to pose with a selfie stick oh the, that more, of a, more physical humor <laughs> yeah so for what fresh was talking about here there was a la art exhibit where a woman caused two hundred thousand dollars worth of damage first off really bad design for an art display let's put I know, like it totally was you know what I mean? It it was literally like, like podium domino of like podium or like like uh what are those called? Yeah, podiums. You got to like, write like a little pedestals. Yeah, pedestals. And they and were like, a- they knocked over one on the end. They were like crouching over like to take a picture by it, and they like kind of lose their balance, and it goes like boom, 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 and then like even went around the corner. I think I don't know. <laughs> and then it, it that it, it hit up. It hit a bowl that shot a bowl, uh, basketball out, which ran across the floor and then hit the other pedestal yeah. and started. Yeah. In a whole different room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not suspicious at all. I almost feel like it was so. That's a good art thing. If uh, if you set up a really conspicuously done like art exhibit, but that is part of the thing, but you don't let anyone know. And like, it's very like trigger sensitive, but then like, is someone gonna do it? Like a performance like, art. It's like, it's like a. It's like a. You're not supposed to, but it's like set up so that it is going to at some point. So it's like you know, like who's gonna give in? Because it's like obvious that this is like a chain reaction. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. <laughs> and see if it if it happens. I don't know. But, you'd have to make it like you couldn't have like a red button that says "Don't press this," but it has to be like something like it's kind of obvious that this is the start point. But it would be like, and I'm sure people would ask like, "Oh, does this like Rube Goldberg thing work?" And like, "Oh, yeah, it's the art. I mean, it works, but the art is that it's not being done or something like that." You know what I mean? It's uh, what we're looking at here is the potentiality of. Yeah, yeah, of of eternal motion as it relates to uh, the the fabric of of the design and the, and the emotions that come from anticipation. <laughs> anyway, yeah, art. I wonder how long it would be before someone did it. Did you watch the video? Did you watch the video of it? Because it's like it's like a video of a security video, like of people watching I know, it. And the people are like, "Oh, it looks like she did it right there." Like they're commenting on it yeah. as it happens. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> So anyway, I don't know if you know this for sure, but we're part of a podcast network. Whoa, I've heard it might be soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com. That's true. Check it out. Soon to be named network.com. You'll get a bunch of like-minded individuals talking about a bunch of like-minded stuff. Well, maybe not like-minded, but like politics. We'll talk about politics, comic You'll books. You'll like their mind. You know what's funny? There's a politics one. We talked about politics. There's a comic books one. We talked about comic books. Yeah, there's we're a, a more general, you know, lifestyle. Yeah, there's, we, there's a Star Trek one. We didn't talk about Star Trek, we but, about we, Star Trek. but we could. I mean, we could. Not this but, time, but yeah. we did. Um, We talked about Comic-Con, which is kind of like Star Trek. You know what I mean? Uh, so, uh, yeah, check it out. Seemtobenamednetwork.com. Anything else you want to add, uh, Fresher, before we uh, say goodnight? I'll thank Tom again for sending us some tweets and uh, just uh, you can check out our stuff on YouTube. At, uh, just look for Fresh Empire, Fresh Empire Lance, and uh, you can email us and uh, we'd love to hear from you. That's true. The show. 30, 30 o'clock. 
Okay, uh, so this is uh, Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. Bang, bang. <laughs> this is Fresh saying later, taters. <laughs>